0: Hello again and welcome to Dumbing Down Tech. This is uh, Marco Santana, the former Orlando Sentinel technology reporter and now the founder of OrlandoTechNews.com and
1: with me, as always, once again, week three, baby. Week three. I'm Ray Ortega. I'm the founder and CEO of Grata Software and I'm even wearing my swag today. There you go. This is the Dumbing Down Tech podcast with Marco and Ray. Ray, uh, what is, uh, how was your week? My week is really, really good. Yeah. Um, uh, I told you earlier we we're starting basketball season. Right. Right. So you've been um, how long you've been coaching? I've been coaching for now a total of five years. Uh, five years coaching as a as, well, I was three years as head right. coach and now two years as an assistant. Right. Um, we, I coach high school and uh, travel basketball and focus on uh, girls. girls
0: we, we we talked about this like earlier this year, but we did like a little piece together for for your website about yeah. about just a like the similarity of coaching basketball and running a, a a business, right? right a tech business. Absolutely. As well. Yeah. It's
1: practically the same thing. It's really it's yeah. really cool.
0: I mean, I, I love uh I love the whole vibe of just extracurriculars and stuff like that, yeah. right? I mean, um yeah. So yeah.
1: And what's interesting about it too is it's very similar in the sense of how do you run like how you work with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how do you motivate people and everything. I mean the the kids that I'm coaching are high school. Right. So they're gonna be entering the workforce within four years, three, four years as far as like in our profession, our right. area, right? So it's uh so it's very similar. Um, I have a, a lot of employees that come from UCF, mm-hmm. and they're very similar. You know, they're young kids.
0: What's well, so. funny because as an, as a writer, mm-hmm. my skill is applicable to so many different industries, right? Yeah. Same thing with entrepreneurship and running and leadership and running teams and and really building, scaling, and all those like all those you know keywords that you yeah. you hear about that all that stuff you can apply to different disciplines all across the spectrum
1: absolutely yeah yeah, man it's uh and and you'll go like for instance i go to a basketball coaches training Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's almost like going to a business seminar right right very similar the conversations are very similar
0: i got some big news today big news this week Uh, i I have been asked to moderate a panel next week uh on Digital twins, which is one of the big things, really? that Orlando is 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 working with. That's awesome. Trying to build digital twins, um, and actually, once when this podcast comes out, it will be over. So I should say I had a great oh, really? time. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time <laughs> moderating the panel of digital twins. That's true. That's <laughs> but true. Uh, but that's exciting. Um, so uh, that's. Did they,
1: p- did they know about the digital twins podcast?
0: Uh, no, 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 no! It's hilarious because we're did. launching
1: that, or by the time you watch this, right? It's the remember, episode before this. To
0: our listeners, remember that that podcast you heard last week? Exactly, <laughs> the podcast you heard last week. That's awesome. Um, no, so the, so that's gonna be exciting, though. It'll be exciting. to Get back out in the Orlando tech community. Um, you know, it, you know, it's 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 cheesy to say to give back, but it's like it's it's fun to like go out and moderate and kind of use the skill sets that we have to oh, yeah, help the community and all that kind of stuff so absolutely, absolutely. um so what are we talking about today then just for so listeners know i know what we're talking about today <laughs> well let's have let's have you introduce uh, what we're going to talk about i have about.
1: no clue what we're doing. <laughs> i'm joking uh so so one of the the topic we're talking about today is low code no code mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. it's a very trendy topic right now mm-hmm. um and uh you know, it, we've run into it uh, just recently yeah. in some of the clients that we work with, and some of the other you know, people that have come in as far as you know companies looking to right. take you know get our services, and they're and they keep saying low code, no code, and we started running into that a lot.
0: It's funny because because you mentioned that to me as a as a topic for this week's podcast. Mm-hmm. Initially, like I, I kind of understood just through context, mm-hmm. but then as I started like researching, I did see a lot more articles being posted recently about the. I'll call it a trend, or I'll call it like a maybe a, a the decision between yeah. going low code or going an, no idea. code. An idea, an idea. Yeah, Gartner actually yeah.
1: Qu- quoted it as an idea, right? Of well, going low code. So
0: that was an article that actually you sent to me, mm-hmm. and then I ended up reading through it. It was a really good article, and and I'm going to read off the paper here. The 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 headline um, was interesting. It was the software developer's fate in a low code no code world. Yes, basically saying. Um, and if you if you're not watching this video he's smiling right now he's he's excited to talk about this and and <laughs> I, I really have a lot to say about this <laughs> but um there's two approaches right i mean to let's say uh, so back in the day way back in the day um i used to do web development just as a hobby right mm-hmm. but there's two approaches here right it's like there's there's some um almost like drag and drop type from old-school features to actually actual coding. Absolutely. Um, Talk to me a little bit about about the difference before we get into kind of the obstacle and nuances. nuances. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so so you hit the nail on the head. It's a drag-and-drop interface. It allows the the non-programmer, non-developer to be able to build out uh, certain applications and features Mm. uh, without them having to know a single line of code. Um, And uh, we've been through this, so this is not new. This has been going on for probably over a decade. Why is
0: it so hot right now?
1: It's so... uh, (laughs) I, I feel like that's going to lead into a much longer, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the reality is, is that, um, and honestly media, yeah. it's really, at the, if you want to put it down to the, to the, the most basic level, it's hot now because of media, because mm. low code, no code solutions have really been for developers and engineers right, to right. simplify their work, hmm. um, and to, uh, expand their ability to market themselves. So um, and when I say it's been over over a decade, like WordPress, for yeah, example, right? That yeah, is a low yeah. code no code solution because because it's the low code no code ter- the terminology is not for the developer necessarily; it's mm-hmm. for the com- for the, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the consumer?
0: Right, right, right. It's
1: that the consumer ha- doesn't have to deal with code or very little of it.
0: And I was I was looking at looking through a little more, reading a couple articles, and, and I, I ran into this um, assumption or or this idea that like these are. It's not a terrible thing for, like, low-risk projects, right? For projects where, like, there's not a lot on the line. Maybe it's your own personal thing that you're building on your own or something like that. Um, So, so, I mean, there is a place for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: but especially if you're less adept at being able to, to kind of build this thing, yeah
1: yeah and and on that note, I mean, like we're a consulting agency, right, mm-hmm. so we're consulting first, and then development kind of becomes the afterthought um, right, just because we have the expertise and stuff so um so, and we're engineers, right. our whole team is a bunch of engineers, and the thing with the low code no code solution is we a lot of times consult with clients on doing prototypes mm. and you know when they have a new idea, like don't spend the thousands and thousands of dollars in order to hire a bunch of engineers to build your idea, like right. first figure out if that idea is gonna work, right? It's a very startupy y mentality, mm-hmm. and that's where it really fits well. In fact, um, I'm working with, uh, I don't know if you do you ever, do you know, Jan Edwards, she's, um, she's, uh, she works with uh, human trafficking, like preventative human trafficking and stuff like that. Yes. She's I, right yes, here in Orlando. Yes. Yes. So she has an app that she's working on called the protector app. It was during the startup. I was going to say st- the, the startup, startup week, I weekend. Remember, yeah. So after the startup weekend, you know, I was involved in that whole startup weekend with her to try to help them with the concept and mm-hmm. everything. When we got done, you know, she, uh, met a developer that was uh, doing, uh, using a tool called Bubble.io. And mm. Bubble.io is a low-code, no-code solution. And so, when we had our discussion about where we should go after Startup Weekend, that was the perfect thing. Like, right. use a low-code, no-code solution, build the first iteration of the app, show how it works, right. so that you can turn around and start presenting it to others and show see that if there's a works. market, yeah.
0: Not just how it but show that it works.
1: Show that it works. Yeah. And, then, and then once you start getting traction, then we start talking about whether you need to stick with the low code, no code or work on more.
0: It's interesting because I mean, we're in a moment where in, in tech uh, in general, where the workforce is just, it's not meeting the, the amount and, and they've been working at this for years. And like, Absolutely. I know now that's why you have coding classes or, 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 or you know, programs at kindergarten, right? Mm-hmm. Like this just starting from yeah. very, very small. age so, so that that's, that's this, I mean, this might be something that, you know, it could be part of a solution, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily a big part of it, but something to help because they're, you yeah. know, they're, these, these CEOs are not sure where to get their talent from. Exactly. And if, I'm sure you probably faced that And if you too.
1: remember, we've been through this already in yeah. 2006, 2007. If you remember here in Orlando, there was a huge push of, uh, of companies that were coming out and being like training facilities, mm-hmm. short-term training facilities for coding. Uh, that's when UCF started doing their boot camp as well. Right. right. That's when that all that stuff came out, because there is a, a low number of available talent out there. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of it has to do with it's not just that the talent talent is low. It's it's there's a combination of talent and money. Right. Because d- software development is expensive. Right. Um, right. Hiring a person for software development is pretty expensive. You can get like junior developers can be anywhere between 70 to 90 thousand dollars a year. Senior developers could be from ninety to one hundred and ten, hundred twenty thousand. Right, right. Um, and depending on how much senior they are, you could be paying upwards to one hundred fifty thousand dollars. And if and if you're person. not,
0: the, if you're not, they're jumping to Lockheed Martin. They're jumping to all these big, big other tech companies who are also exactly. trying to find their workforce as well.
1: Exactly. So, so that's and that's and I feel, I honestly feel that this whole no code, low code came out of that. Yeah, it came out of the fact that look, development's getting expensive. We can't always hire a development team, especially if we have an idea. Right, that's the key. Right. If they have just an idea, what's the point of spending $150,000, $200,000 for resources that can, can show you whether your idea is going to be valid? Just use a tool.
0: Well, the thing about it is, so, so when you're looking at the, the business application and, you know, uh, the consumer uh, application, right? Yeah. You run a business, right? Yeah. When you look at no-code versus low-code, um, what, what are you, what are your kind of uh, ideas behind it when it comes to when you're hiring, right? Or, or, or yeah. um, can you talk about that a little bit just, just so people understand yeah. that perspective?
1: Well, and the funny thing is right now when we hire, we're not even looking for no-code, low-code type people, right? Yeah. Um, because uh, our company, we deal with more advanced technology and more intricate. Yeah. Um, you know, we are huge fans of Zapier and some mm-hmm. of these other companies mm-hmm. that are very low code like integrations. Um, however, they're useful tools for certain things, but we we work with a lot of more advanced um, integrations right. Yeah. um so so we don't necessarily look for low code, no code type people, yeah. um but what but from the consumer perspective, what I like about this is this may bring out more entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. There's so many consumers out there that every day, run into a problem and they're like, man, I wish I can have a solution for this problem. Right, And this gives them the opportunity to go, hey, I got an idea. Maybe mm. I could take this tool and make see if my ideas really have legs. You know?
0: And so I come from uh, the tech reporting world and a lot of it is talk about startups, mm-hmm. young yeah. companies, yeah. and we don't have the resources to hire $120,000 a year yeah. programmer, exactly. right? Um, and so, I mean, this is like, I mean, I... It doesn't matter whether I think it's perfect or not. I know I've seen a lot of companies just be like, just get something. I'm, they call it MVP, right? Startup Weekend here, MVP all the time. Yeah, exactly. Some minimal, minimal, minimal viable product. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that's what it takes, is, is, is like you were saying with, with the group you were working with at the Startup Weekend, that like, yeah. this is a, a way for ideas to come to life. Now, once you have the resources to hire a programmer to actually start building what you really want, all the functionality you really want out of it, obviously the, the, the yeah. preference would be to get someone who knows how to do that.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because I just released a blog post, and you, you, we were just talking about it. The yeah. one that just, the video blog that I just released, mm-hmm. uh, actually talks about the pros and, and you, cons. That's your,
0: Gratis Software has a YouTube channel. Yeah, Grata Software
1: right has a, ha, Software, we have a YouTube channel, and yeah. that YouTube channel, we're starting to post videos to try to train small businesses and help them understand technology. Right. Right. Um, and one of the videos we just post was about this whole pros and cons of custom software development, and and you just made a, a comment that just uh, it speaks to one of the uh, the, the the pros mm. of software development, custom software development is that you know it's uh you it's yours, it's right. your technology. So right. so when you're looking at expanding and growing your company, do you want to stick with a tool or do you want to go with something that's going to make it yours? So, and make it to your specification. And that was one of the things that we talked about. So, and,
0: and it's, it's, you know, it's, again, the timing here is, is, is interesting because there is a lot of chatter out there about no code, low yep. code. And, and uh, someone actually reached out to you, I believe, right? That, that's what kind of got you thinking about exactly. this. Yep. And um, I'm going to read right from my paper here because there's a good article in entrepreneur.com yep. uh, that, that basically said, uh, the world is modernizing and digitizing at an unprecedented rate, but it's starting at a huge gap between supply and demand of talent. The shortage of qualified devs is a setback to the massive pace and app development that is set to take place. Um, by next year, listen to this number, more than 500 million apps will have been built and created. And obviously they range from the smallest internal yeah. ones to the the big ones that we all know and use yeah. every day. Um, that's daunting, yeah. isn't it? I mean, that, yeah,
1: we're working on this deal right now with a company and this company, um, contacted us and they said, we have uh, 22 apps mm. in one realm and we have 47 apps in another. Mm. And you know, when you hear the word apps, uh, the, some people have a tendency to think of a mobile app or like right. an actual, a full right. product. Right. But the reality is there are hundreds of apps within companies that have nothing to do with public facing. They're all internal. And it's as simple as like transferring documents from one server to another. Payroll, right? Payroll. <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's like a little small thing. Anything that right. you code or build any specific tool that performs a task, a function, is considered an app in some respects. And that's kind of what you're hearing. When you hear all those apps, that's what they're talking about. They're right. talking about not the, not, we're not gonna have, you know. 500 million Twitters. 500 million Twitters, <laughs> right, yeah. Right, we're gonna right. have different different applications within an environment. Um, in fact, uh, I watched a video yesterday um, that, um, uh, what's the company name? The, there's a local company here that builds uh, an, an ERP system and they're in this low code, no code mm-hmm. environment. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. um, and, they, and in the video, he was specifically talking about the amount of workflow apps that, that, his, that their tool helps large fortune 500s with right and so right. that's the kind of apps we're talking about like integration right that like, it's, it's yeah. in a, it's it's integration but some of it's just workflow you know okay. some of it's just simple simple workflow like for instance sales mm-hmm. you think about a sales uh, sales team uh, i go out and i get prospects and then i go and i email those prospects you know my initial pitch mm-hmm. right you can build apps that will now do a full drip campaign right and constantly right. email those people follow-ups and stuff like that without the salesperson having to do it and then that flow can lead into the actual sales process and contracting, and also and you can build little apps that can handle a lot of those automated processes. Well, I've seen a lot
0: of companies that, um, you know, they're they're like they're using and I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use a generic example, but they're using HubSpot until they don't have to exactly because they have their own thing internally or something like that. Yep. Like once they get to a certain size, you start to be yep. able to build your own, engineer your own type of. Yep. And Solutions. if you go to Zapier, Zapier yeah.
1: has, has actual Zaps, what they call Zaps. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are integrations that you can integrate into HubSpot and then integrate to a whole other tool that does something completely different. Talk,
0: to, talk about, um, well, let's talk about kind of this, yeah. this region, right? Orlando. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of, uh, pre, let, me rephr- let me rephrase that, pre-pandemic. Yeah. There were a lot of education programs out there trying to teach these uh for the most part it, it's funny because it's either younger college students or older experienced people who are trying to get back in the workforce type thing exactly yeah. And it was a really interesting mix uh whenever i'd see like sit in a classroom and listen to them kind of try to try to teach this um you know what's the benefit i mean when if you're trying to to, to teach the next generation of you know business owners business runners app developers, um, no code versus local? I mean, they they have to understand one before they get to the other, right? Or am I completely over? Okay. That's a
1: great, that's a great question. I totally, this reminds me of the days of my music industry, (laughs) right? right. when I was an old analog guy and then digital came, right? right? A lot of the new digital kids were playing with all the digital stuff, but nothing sounded great. Right, And it's because they didn't understand the fundamentals of how it worked in analog. Mm. I feel like with the no code, uh, low code solutions, you have to kind of understand a little bit of how logic works and how mathematics works and, all that kind of stuff. Now, the purpose of it is so that you don't have to do that, right? which I believe will work temporarily. Mm-hmm. And I think there's going to be a point just like WordPress. WordPress is a perfect example. Originally, you built a WordPress site for someone that was a low-code, no-code solution at the time. Mm-hmm. And people would go in and start modifying their websites, whatever. And then the business will come back and say, man, it'd be really nice if we had analytics for this. Right, right. And then now you're like, okay, well, we'll add that feature mm-hmm. in a plugin mm-hmm. that we code, Right. right? And then the next thing was like, okay, well, man, it'd be nice if I could have images and I can do a carousel. And then then now you had to code another plugin that did that. Then over time, you now had all of these plugins that were custom coded by engineers, software engineers, Mm -hmm. to plug into this whole no-code, low-code solution for the end user. And in turn, WordPress got so complex that now you had to hire WordPress developers to actually develop for a company. Well,
0: let's talk about that because yeah. you have a few things to say about that. <laughs> yeah. the, the no code, the actual terminology of no code, yeah. low code. I, I, I know that uh, in one of our exchanges, you said, I mean, there's code in yeah. no code, right? Someone exactly. has to build it. Um, yeah. You know, uh, clearly, you know, the, the target is uh, inexperienced developers so they can be a little more accessible. Yeah. Um, but But, I mean, yeah, I mean, there has to be someone to build something. I mean, yeah. just by nature right you get you need some someone to build something before you can drag and drop it yeah yeah yeah, yeah
1: and, and by the way i'm i have a link to a website that i'm going to post in the description okay. that actually shows there's like 50 no code low code solutions in a that that, that are currently out there mm. and each of them target a specific uh niche right and like you know how you're saying okay a developer with less experience there are some that are specific for the ceo hmm. there's like for people who do know nothing
0: trying to talk about these, these low code solutions and and uh you know, the accessibility factor. You were
1: asking about the code behind it. Yeah. So, yes. Um, in fact, my team and I, we were just talking about this today because this is, a, a, you know, this is a, this is considered a indirect competitor to us, right? Yeah. Any type yeah. of low-code, no-code solution. And we were talking about it, and, it's, and we as as engineers always run into issues with deprecated code bases, you know, updating Define code. what that is. So deprecated code bases, one and I'll, say JavaScript, because that's the most popular depth sure, one. Yeah. So JavaScript, um, a lot of JavaScript libraries, like Angular, React, Node.js, all those kind of one, things, they usually require you to have this package manager called NPM. Hmm. So no, it's called Node Package Manager. And every time you use Node Package Manager and you start to build your, your project, literally not even two, three months after you start building your project, somebody, a lot of open source developers are building these packages that help you do things with your software, they update their software and then they update the package. And then when you go to run your code, it says, sorry, I can't run the code. Package needs to be updated, right?
0: So that that actually brings bring me to another quote that I took out of the same article. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we got to post a link to that one too, because obviously we're referencing (laughs) it a couple times. With some of these tools, you are locked in and you can't see or inspect the code as you improve in capability or complexity.
1: That was my favorite line, by the way. Yeah,
0: so so you basically are saying like, Yes, you can put this together. You can you can uh, take this no code solution and make it do what you want to do. However, as you were talking about WordPress, one if you want more functionality, sometimes it's impossible. You gotta go back. You gotta go back and actually program and actually code yep. it. So that you know, while while it, it seems to be, again as a non programmer, it seems mm-hmm. to be a potential uh, shortcut or maybe um, uh, uh, an easy in to prove what you're trying to build you have to understand that that's not going to be your end product right there otherwise you're not going to go anywhere exactly um, you need to understand that there's there going to be or yeah.
1: or perfect example we have a client that had built a prototype and they stuck with their prototype for 10 years hmm. and then here we are 10 years later and we're having to rebuild the whole entire oh. thing. Cost of development has increased. Yeah. The level of data that they have. I mean, they have a massive database. So yeah. all of that stuff has to be, you know, the data, ha- the model has to be redone, hmm. remanaged. So we're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars spent in the back end. Yeah. Because now we have to come out of that prototype mentality. I, I, right? I feel
0: like that last seven seconds is going to be the, our most famous clip ever. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because that's, that's, that's yeah. important, right? I mean, because I think yeah. it's, it's important to say, because like, like Again, um, entrepreneurs know what they know. Some of them, they know the code. They, know, they are technical entrepreneurs, but not everyone's a technical entrepreneur. Yeah. So you have to understand that, like, you know, if, and again, I don't mean to be accusatory by saying getting a shortcut, right? Because sometimes a shortcut's good to make sure you understand that what you're doing is working, viable. People care about it. People are exactly. going to buy it. Yeah, proof or, of concept. For example, proof of concept. Proof of concept. Um, however, if you're not looking far enough ahead, you're looking at something that could cost you so much money. It may run you out of business. Exactly. If you're not smart with the, with, yeah. with how you get there.
1: Shameless plug. That's what gratis offers all about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's I what mean, we do. I mean, and, and I mean, um, you know, we're in Orlando, obviously anyone wants to reach out to you, reach out. I mean, but, but you go to any tech ecosystem, there's companies that are helping with this kind of thing. Exactly. Um, you know, tell them we sent you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're not going to come out, I'll tell you guys. Right? Um, but, yeah. but there is that, there is that element of, of you know. Remember, when you're starting a business, uh, and I don't have to tell you, obviously, but but it's about being as resourceful as possible mm-hmm. initially, right? Yeah. You need to be resourceful. You need to make a an a, a Series A last as long as you can, right? Mm-hmm. And so that you have some runway. You're talking about funding, funding, yeah, yeah, yeah just, and, and and that includes yeah. maybe cutting back on development costs by building your own thing with these kind of like. Plug and yeah. play, or plug or drag and drop type yeah. stuff, uh, or type uh, programs and 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 uh, uh, solutions. But in the long run, uh, that could yeah. be. An issue if you don't, if you're not careful and diligent about what you're doing.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and in that, in that note, uh, we've been involved in several acquisitions as mm-hmm. a, as the, uh, technology expert providing that due diligence for not only companies that are being acquired, but also ones that are acquiring others. Mm. So we've already been through this process with several large cap companies mm. and, uh, and all these cap companies, the, the first question they ask is, is when you look at their technology is, is that their technology? First of all, it's right. because that, that is the IP of that yeah. business. And so, and I feel like that's, that's kind of what you're talking
0: about. Yeah. Though. I mean, and, and on, yeah. on that point, one, one thing I've always, I'm always amazed at, uh, and obviously there, uh, there's a reason, right. They, they study this stuff is like, just, you're not going to pull one over on people who are giving you their money. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they know the right question yeah. to ask. They know the right, uh, uh, they know, they know the, when you give them an answer and that, 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 yeah. where, where, where you're coming from. So, um, so yeah, that, that's, that's. That's interesting. the no code low code I mean sounds like it's a solution for some people in the long run though um you know, obviously from your perspective as someone who offers you 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 prefer they don't do that long run, but even for me as someone yeah. who's like just an observer of tech i like I've seen companies go down the tubes because they they're not able to unmarry their original idea or the Absolutely. original product you know yep. what I mean um, that's a good word to use though. yeah Yeah. That's what yeah. It is. so um. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, is, it, is, it is an interesting thing. And I think that's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we had this conversation. And, again, all these topics, I mean, we're going to revisit these yeah. down the road as, as things develop. And, uh, you know, we're kind of just not uh, new here, third, third episode. Yeah. So um, I'm excited to kind of uh, – I was thinking about this today, actually, before I came here. Like, I'm excited um, to kind of get conversations started. Um, would would love eventually for people to suggest topics or even give us their feedback on these oh, kinds yeah, of things. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, in fact, on TikTok, I did post a video of like you know how no code is there's code. Right, 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 um, right, and and someone you know gave me feedback and says, oh man, it's so great for me to be able to develop something. Mm-hmm. And this was a guy with no experience in coding. Yeah, well, so, yeah. So that's the kind of feedback. Like that's great. Right. Like I want to hear that too, right? right. Um, you know, so like you said, like if you know if you're listening to this podcast you know or if you're you know watching the video version whatever you know send us some feedback let us know what you think about no code low code if you're working in it tell us the pros and cons you're running into yeah that'd be great to find out
0: we're we're uh we won't shut you down we promise exactly
1: (laughs) um we're just as curious we want to find out like what you're going through (laughs) i want you to tell me how
0: wrong i am yeah exactly (laughs)
1: it's the only way we learn right (laughs) (laughs) yeah um
0: Right, we got some, uh, you Got the, uh, uh, I'm going to call it a new feature, even though it's not a new feature. It's okay. the lighter side of, of tech, right? Yep. Um,
1: the darker, lighter side or the lighter? lighter this is the lighter, lighter side. Okay. We're not going <laughs> to talk
0: about kids getting <laughs> like we did last time. Um, but this is uh, this be a regular feature. But I think I think I, I want to focus uh, on technology in general, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on out there. And, and, and there's a lot of fun stuff going on out there, too. and A lot of uh, interesting things that, that we can laugh at and... Um, and one of the biggest comedians is Elon Musk, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's he's got some. Uh, he is uh, on the face he is uh, <laughs> a, I would say somewhat of a polarizing figure in tech, right? I mean, uh, that's an understatement because he jumps into a lot of a lot of uh, waves in a lot of water that that yeah. others others don't dare to. And that's that's yeah, that's good for him. Bold entrepreneur. Um, uh, you are a Tesla owner, right? So uh, I'm assuming you're a fan. Um, yes, I am. Um, so. He, I'm surprised you hadn't heard about what I what I told you about before this show. Um, I I would love to get your your thoughts. On we are, <laughs> he launched something new. He launches a lot. Of, he does, remember the boring company, obviously Tesla. Uh, I mean, it's
1: SpaceX, PayPal, right? <laughs> it's exactly. Like, yeah. um, He's done a lot.
0: But one thing that he never jumped into until recently is he now has a perfume, um, or cologne, if you will, right? And he calls it burnt hair. The and in, in his um, in his own way, he's very charming. And he says, one of the taglines, the essence of repugnant desire. And he says, it's just like leaning over a candle at a dinner table, but without all the hand work, the hard work. Sorry, the hard work. I was going to say that my, my 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 uh <laughs> my penmanship is terrible. Um, and the last thing he says is, get noticed as you walk through the airport. Okay? I, I like it. I like tongue-in-cheek. I'm, I'm a fan of tongue-in-cheek. I try to be tongue-in-cheek. Um, I think it's hilarious. I wouldn't buy it. Guess is how is it real? Guess how? Yeah, guess how much it cost? How much it costs? Yeah.
1: Uh, and for I'll, well, list, he doesn't he doesn't need the money,
0: right? For listeners out there, I, I'm putting him on the spot. This is my this is my fun time.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> but he doesn't need the money. I'm assuming it's like ten bucks.
0: A hundred dollars. What? Okay. What? He says like a hundred dollars. I mean, I I don't know how many ounces it is. So I didn't like I don't like the the size of the bottle. Guess how much money he's raised through this? Oh
1: God, I don't even want to know. I want you to guess. Is though, it in the reads. millions?
0: Kinda. One million dollars. One million dollars. He's raised one million dollars off of this cologne that smells like burnt hair. Oh my what
1: goodness.
0: are your thoughts about your genius now?
1: <laughs> so one thing I've always liked about Elon Musk yeah. is he has a very dry sense of humor. Right. Right. And his dry sense. And it's and it's more of like addiness rather than a actual no. humor. Um, and I have a very similar humor. Right. That's why I like his humor. Um so I can understand what he's
0: doing. Oh, that's now. hilarious, man. I,
1: I, I, and um, <laughs> I'm dying to see what the commercial is going to look right, like. Right,
0: yeah. Because
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I can already picture in my head what that commercial would look like.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah, you see like a Calvin Klein ad. With, exactly. With, with that's, a,
1: a totally like <laughs> SNL Calvin Klein ad. That's what I... Oh, think
0: they, We should pitch that SNL. That would be a good SNL that skit. That would be actually. a yeah, great yeah. SNL skit. Honestly, for me, yeah. I'm neither a detractor or a hardcore supporter of Elon, right? Yeah. Um, I was, I, I covered space for a while. So like I was able to go in scrums with him and, and I'm not going pre- to talk to him. Yeah. I interviewed him uh, from a, in a group setting. Um, and he was fine. He was for yeah. the most part, he answered questions unless it was, you know, uh, what business friendly to not answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, so, but I, I, would like that he does these silly things and, and, and I do too. like, I frankly, do. like it, it's. I may not agree with everything he goes out there and defends and and all that kind of stuff, but I do think that um, he knows how to have fun with people. Yeah. and when people, and sometimes like when you overreact, you're almost falling into his trap. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but
1: that, but that's the humor that I like. That's the humor that I, because I have that same humor. Someone overreacts right. on me, I literally, I like my wife. Oh yeah. my god, she would tell everybody. <laughs> like I, I, when I get her going, I get, I like, I continue. Oh, I see now, see now,
0: I don't driving. know if I, can, <laughs> I don't know if I can like you as much. Now you're reminding my older brother.
1: <laughs> I literally, oh. I, I find those moments is like, oh yeah, now we're gonna. Now it's time to just go at it,
0: you know? Oh, uh, but yeah, that that's, that's, so that's uh, burnt hair. And, uh, burnt hair. You know, maybe we'll do an affiliate program and include a link to it and we can get some money off of any purchases uh, from burnt hair. Okay. Um, uh, let's, let's try to start off the Amazon affiliate program. Maybe we get get money from people buying burnt hair. Uh, but yeah, that, that is dumb and down tech for this week. Ray, tell me uh, how, how, uh, how do you think it went? Uh, uh, wrong answers only.
1: Wrong answers only (laughs) How do I think it went? I think we need work This Not is the joking. greatest podcast
0: episode I've ever heard Ever From anybody It's the greatest amazing In the history of this <laughs> In the history it's, of this building It's in the this. most amazing podcast <laughs> uh, Ladies and gentlemen Thank you so much for joining us on uh, Dummy Down If you did If you didn't You didn't hear this anyway Exactly So uh, I am once again Marco Santana OrlandoTechNews.com And formerly Orlando Sentinel And my partner here is
1: I'm Ray Ortega The CEO founder of Grata Software
0: Long live Orlando Long live Orlando! <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to the Dummy Down Ted podcast. And please subscribe so that you can receive notifications on our upcoming episodes.